are listening to A Guest Room, How to Host Well and Thrive in the Sharing Economy. This is Episode 5. Hi everyone, this is Melissa, your host, and I'm here with Frankie the Cat in the studio. For this episode, we are talking about how to plan well and how to plan for change as the travel and hospitality industries recover from corona restrictions. We all want to see some light at the end of the tunnel, and trends in the data for short-term rentals are beginning to show an uptick for some markets in the fall and winter months. Now, cleaning standards are still very much a part of the national conversation, and as we all know, a clean space is fundamental to hosting well. Now more than ever, your ability to provide a clean, sanitized rental will definitely impact the business side of your hospitality. Hosting well and the business side, the two main ideas we tackle on the podcast. Towards the end, we'll answer questions from hosts, guests, listeners, you name it. You can submit questions to host at a guestroom.com. That's H-O-S-T at a guestroom.com. So let's get started. Hosting well is a philosophy in life that takes a lot more effort to walk out than it first appears. By now you know our mantra, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And to host well, you do all of those things with all of your might. Whatever your hand finds to do, that's the saying, isn't it? And it applies to the glamorous moments and the not-so-glamorous, more mundane, downright tedious moments, like cleaning the toilet bowl for the third time in a week, or dusting behind the headboard. And I can see that smirk, and yes, you should dust behind the headboard. In episode four of the podcast, The New Normal, we touched on the idea of taking this time to examine your own mindset. In the midst of all the checklists and the to-do lists and the ideas about how to navigate corona and survive as a business, we suggested that in planning for change, you should also check to see if your mindset needed to change. What do you believe about hosting? And along with that, what do you really want from hosting? As you answer that question, you can begin to set a blueprint for what may need to change in your approach to hospitality. There are some things you do as a host that are a reflection of your own instincts and your personal style and the character of your specific property. These are the things that make you, you, and make your property great. Planning for change at this level may mean taking a step back and taking a more objective look at some of the personal choices, those things that make you feel like a good host. Do you offer a basic breakfast with foods that were available to everyone, like fruit in a bowl, big boxes of cereal, or like me, you made homemade banana bread? Planning for change may mean you ditch the open buffet concept and the sharing of food, and you provide individual pre-packaged foods, granola bars, or one-serving-size cereals and oatmeals. 
I have a great set of small baking pans, so I can still make banana bread, but I can provide it as a smaller, individual loaf for each guest room. If you normally have a large Keurig that everyone uses for coffee, you can provide a smaller, personal French press to each guest. And make sure they know it is washed and sterilized after every use. Another easy thing to do is declutter and decrease some of the knickknacks in your space. This will visually affirm that surfaces in your home are clean and they are kept that way. You may feel that you are losing a little bit of your personal style that sets your space apart, but for the short term, you'll get more value from clean lines and surfaces. To put a philosophy to work takes more than dealing with just your personal style. You have to make wise, informed decisions, and there are times when you simply need the good, raw data. Let's take an honest appraisal of pricing models, for example. You can peruse the Airbnb listings, and you can make your best guesstimate at what is the current going rate for your type of property. But without good data and without being able to pair that with the reality of occupancy rates and projected bookings, it's just a guess. Are you willing to risk that? You know what you want to charge and what you may have been accustomed to charging when people were traveling and occupancy rates were hovering around that 70 to 75% range for Airbnbs. But can you afford to keep your rate at that level. According to a recent blog on Logify, using data analytics from the analysis company All the Rooms, if you track room rates across the first half of 2020, Airbnb hosts are not lowering or adjusting their prices in any significant way. This data covers rates across five countries, the U.S., Canada, China, Italy, and Spain, all countries that have been hit hard by corona and have implemented travel bans and restrictions. So demand is low, supply is high, but hosts are not bringing their rates down to attract bookings. Now there are some logical explanations for this. Hosts may have turned off auto pricing for one, um, smart pricing in Airbnb terms, as there isn't enough demand to really cause fluctuations. They may not believe that price is much of a factor in the short term, so why change it? And that's true. The decline in demand has not been caused by high rates, and bringing your rate down won't increase the demand in the current situation. But it will not stay that way. And this is where data can inform your planning. At some point, that equation will change, and you can plan ahead and be ready with a lower-than-market rate to book those travelers. Hey, it's a who-blinks-first contest. Now, I would cite the movie Footloose, if any of you have heard of it, and the whole shoelace-caught-in-the-tractor moment, but that would definitely date me, and we don't want that. You may be tempted to keep your rate high, counting on other factors about your property to edge you out as the place of choice. You may be willing to ride that tractor to the end. But temper the need for your income with an honest appraisal of what is good for your guest 
and what is good for your long-term viability. People will be taking a risk to travel, and the market will be wide open. Again, more supply, less demand. And this is a good time to remember, many of the home sharing platforms like VRBO did not refund guests all of their booking fees or deposits when they canceled due to corona travel restrictions. So those guests are already out some money and they won't be looking to spend top dollar when and if they begin to travel again. Plan for that moment of change in the market. Keep hosting well. Know your best rate and already be there. Be there before everyone else blinks, because blink they will. And you will be set while everyone else is scrambling to offer discounts. Okay, it's time for a bubbly break and a little footloose music. Well, it's not quite the footloose soundtrack, but here goes our recap. Planning for change may mean taking an objective look at some of your personal choices in hosting. To make a philosophy work, sometimes you simply need the good raw data. Right now, it's more supply, less demand. But be ready for that moment of change when demand goes up and supply goes down. Turning to the business side, we are going to take a quick look at the trends in cleaning. Now, we talk a lot about cleaning and cleaning standards at aguestroom.com, and it may sound like a track on repeat in your playlist, but it is so important, and it will be a focus for your guests for a long time to come. So in the spirit of planning for change, we are looking at the one thing that should never change, you having a clean space. We are going to see changes in the travel and hospitality industry when it comes to this topic, and I mean the big players. I'm talking about the Hiltons and the Hyatts and the Marriott's. They will be pouring a lot of money into creating new industry-accepted standards for a sanitized space. That's what they're doing right now. I personally like the term, a certified clean stay. It just has a nicer ring than thoroughly disinfected. It won't be enough anymore to have the maid sign a little card stating that they turned over your room prior to your arrival and giving it that little personal touch. Guests are going to see a whole new level of attention given to the cleaning routine and the cleaning standards, and there will be very transparent signs to help guests feel safe. And I literally mean signs, like small cards left on the bathroom counter that states that the surface has been sanitized, that kind of thing. The fact is a certified clean has to have substance to it. There have to be actual standards, and the hotel has to meet those standards. And that means so will you. If you are offering short-term rental properties or a guest room in your own home, you will have to compete with that standard of clean. A lot of that will come down to your messaging. 
Now, the good news, there is help out there. You do not have to come up with it all by yourself. A quick search for Airbnb support companies or short-term rental management companies or even a swipe through Instagram will identify experts in the industry that offer checklists, guides, and suggestions for what to do and how to communicate your cleaning standards. We found a great comprehensive checklist through Logify. And several of the companies that we follow on Instagram, like mama.mode, offer templates and ideas on how to present information in an attractive and thoughtful way. What you end up doing will depend largely on your property type, but you will need to cover the basics. Here are a couple of our tips and suggestions for creating a certified clean stay. Make a statement. Provide a statement about your commitment to offering a clean, sanitized, safe space. Guests need to know that their health and safety is your top priority. Be generous with supplies. Invest and put out plenty of hand sanitizer, soaps, Kleenex, and sanitizing wipes. And for the short term, don't worry if some of them walk away. Be Corona-specific. It's okay to put up a few reminders specifically about the coronavirus and the steps you can take to not spread it. List the basics. Washing your hands, not touching your face, avoiding contact with unknown people if you have large shared spaces or your property is in an urban setting. Post your checklist. In each space, put up the specific checklist about what has been cleaned and who has done the cleaning. Be transparent. List your maid service and their standards. If you send linens out to commercial-grade laundry facilities, tell your guest. If you wash linens yourself with a sanitized setting on your washer-dryer, let them know. In spaces like the kitchen, let them know that you wash all the dinnerware and the servingware in between arrivals, whether it's been used or not. Be personal. A personal note or a signed card acknowledging their specific stay and your attention to detail will help give them peace of mind. They will know that someone is watching out for them. Whether you come up with your own checklist or you buy templates from someone else, it's worth the investment of time and money. Of course, the most important thing, you have to live up to those checklists. What does a certified clean stay look like? We'll tackle that question after a quick bubbly break. We talk about clean a lot at aguestroom.com, but it's worth the repeat. Watch for new industry accepted standards for a certified clean stay. You don't have to start from scratch. There are companies out there with templates and checklists you can use. Certified has to be backed up by substance. Make sure you can live up to your standards. So what does a certified clean stay look like? It's definitely not 
something you can qualify or set on your own terms. You can't just put a gold sticker on it and call it clean. That being said, it is definitely something that has to be backed up by facts. What your guest will see, smell, and experience in your space. Right now, a certified clean stay means you use products that are known to combat COVID-19 virus. Products consistent with the CDC, WHO, or EPA guidelines. It means you, your housekeeping staff, your handyman, your co-host, are all professionals that you're wearing protective masks and gloves while interacting in the space, that surfaces are not just wiped, they are sanitized and disinfected. It means that all surfaces, floors, shelving, are diligently and equally treated, even though they may not have been touched or handled during a previous stay. Doorknobs, latches, coat hooks, the toaster, everything gets wiped down. This is not the time when you just rinse out the sink and call it done. It means you take personal responsibility for the quality, consistency, schedule, and attention to detail that goes into your cleaning routine. Your guests will see and smell the difference. If you are a good host, and I know you are, you will make sure they know the difference by clearly communicating your efforts. Look, you don't need to show up in a hazmat suit and the air doesn't need to reek of bleach. No one needs to go that far. The germaphobes who were before corona will still be during and after corona. And they are not your target audience. What you can do is give your guest peace of mind by acknowledging the challenge and clearly stating how you have overcome it. Involve them by letting them know what you have done and why. That's what it comes down to. A certified clean stay is thorough, it's professional, it's well communicated, and it's done for the right reason. And no matter where you fall on the hosting spectrum, you can do all of those things. Okay, it's time to wrap up. Join us next time, and don't forget to send questions or comments into host at a guestroom.com, H-O-S-T at a guestroom.com. This has been Episode 5 of A Guest Room. Today we talked about planning for change and what it means to have a certified clean stay. Thanks for listening. I'm signing off and toasting to all the great hosts out there. Music